when you're a YouTuber and a mother, there are a lot of things that you have to consider as a creator. Like, what are you going to show that's personal? What are you going to keep from your audience? How to balance, like, always being on versus having the camera on and and figuring out what that balance is. Um, In addition to creating content that has almost nothing to do with your children. So there's just like a lot of layers of things that in this episode we're going to unpack as lady creators, as mothers, and as dog enthusiasts. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast, where we are sharing stories of women YouTube creators in order to inspire other women to start creating. In each episode, we deep dive into why these women chose YouTube to create on, their struggles, their successes, and of course, get real about what happens when you're a female creator on the internet. This podcast is brought to you by TubeBuddy, your best friend on the road to YouTube success. Now let's get into it with your hostess, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to episode of the Women of YouTube podcast. I'm so excited to have you and be in your earbuds today because per usual, got some good info to dive into about being a woman creator on internet today. We're talking with Camille today and she is with Meller Husky. A little bit about her. Camille is an East Coast girl who moved to LA with her husband and her toddler and her huskies. She is a cosmetics supply chain queen by day and an internet dog lady by night. Of all of her jobs, being a dog and human mom is her favorite, but she doesn't really get to sleep a whole lot, which I'm sure a lot of us can like super relate to. We unpacked a lot of really great stuff. This is actually one of my interviews that I did at Vid Summit in October of 2019. And full disclosure, guys, you're going to hear like this like random squeaking in the background. Um, I'm new with, I was new with my equipment at the time and really didn't think about it because I was so engulfed in this conversation. I did not realize that we were like right next to the men's bathroom. And normally that wouldn't be a thing for us ladies to think about. Like usually like the woman's bathroom is bumping. No, at Vid Summit, the men's bathroom is bumping. And so they had this really squeaky door. So I'm really sorry about the squeaking in the background, but I know that you are going to get a lot out of my conversation with Camille because she talks about so many wonderful things about being a mother, about being a creator, about being a dog mom, um, speaking English in different countries. I mean, there's just, there's just so much fun that we have in this episode that I cannot wait to share with you. So let's just dive into this episode so that you can have as much fun as I did with Camille. I'm so excited to have you on the channel, Camille, not just because you have awesome hair, she's got cool pink hair, but because like you're a dog person and because I know that we have a lot of fun things that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm okay. having a great time. Let's start this. Why YouTube, Camille? Uh, YouTube really was a place for me to share my life with my family. That's kind of how it started. And uh, I had a kid three years ago, so I've, I noticed I was obviously spending a lot of time with him because he was my baby. But uh, I originally, of course, was a dog mom, so I started making my YouTube videos to hang out with my dogs more, to like really have a set time for it to just be me and them and the camera and the rest of the internet. 
<laughs> it's very intimate. <laughs> but you know what, though? I bet people, like, really love it. Like, I'm sure you get to connect with people, like, in a really unique way through this life. Why don't you talk about, like, the community you built from this? Yeah, I actually, um, so one of my first videos was five things you should know before you adopt a Siberian Husky. And, of course, a lot of people probably turn to the Internet when they're thinking, like, is this the right kind of dog for me? Like, what should I be expecting? And so I get a lot of comments from people that are like, you helped me to decide to get our first puppy, or you helped us to decide that a husky wasn't for us and that we're just gonna follow along on your journey online because we'll get our dog fixed that way. And then, uh, you know, we, when we can't do the responsibilities of being a dog parent. And I just like, I love that I can create this community of people who want to be responsible dog parents. Got it. So what has been some of your biggest struggles as a creator? Um, definitely the confidence. I don't know if this is just a part of who I am or if it's part of being a woman on, online, but you worry about people making comments about what you look like or how you, they think you should look, how you should sound, what the role of women should be in society. So... I think that was that's a lot of the like stuff that scares me. Uh -huh. um, but it is this platform has also helped me to grow and to have a thicker skin and to understand that like I love myself, and if people can't see that or they can't love me for how I am, then you know I don't need them. <laughs> now you have. I'm guessing that with your channel, you have your son on there as well and, like, with your with your dog and stuff. What are your thoughts on, like, how you keep your, like, I guess, like, what do you define as, like, what are the secrets? Like, what are the things you keep from your audience? What are the things that you hold for yourself? Like, how do you decide which content kind of, like, gets shared and doesn't get shared? How do you decide, like, what are you not going to turn on right now? Like... I just don't want to do the camera today, like that kind of a thing. Like, how how does that like filter work for you? Um, yeah, it it is very interesting because I have two dog co-hosts who maybe some days they don't feel like being in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of times, like if they're not into it, then of course they're not going to be into it. And my son is on a lot of our videos, but really as more of an optional person. Like, I'm not going to have him like sit down and hey, we have to be on for the camera. We s I started this YouTube channel when he was two months old. So obviously he was like around me all the time or like he was attached to my hip. Um, but I do keep a pretty good barrier between him and um, online. I don't actually share his real name. We call him by his nickname and that's just a choice I decided to make because I wanted him to be able to choose eventually when he wanted to, you know, be his own thing on the internet. Yeah, I, uh, our kids are going to live in such a weird era, right? Like, where their parents, like, I, I joke, but, like, at the same time, it's like, um, okay. My kids have had a digital footprint since, like, literally the womb. So it's kind of like, I, I didn't let them have that choice. And so, like, what if someday they're like, I don't want to be on the internet. I need to, like, scrub my my life and I'm like I don't uh, uh, I don't know what to do with that dude like but because of how I've lived as a military spouse like and being away from my family and all of these people I did not have that choice like in order to share what was happening with my kids with my family and my close friends like I just kind of had to use the internet to share it with them so that I think is an interesting way that you've gone about it like where you like keep their name to themselves and 
all that kind of stuff. Do you think that there's like a difference in that choice? Like, would do you make that same choice like with your social media, like with Facebook and things like that, like your personal stuff, or is that just some and something you just do for your videos or like? Yeah, I keep for the social media that's attached to my YouTube channel. I keep the same choice. Uh huh. Um, it is hard. It's hard. I like to not have his name in all of my videos because you know he's your kid. You're gonna be screaming that name forever, <laughs> <laughs> especially when they're in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I, I think when I started making the the videos, it was a choice I made. I just stuck with it, and maybe one day, you know, I'll change my mind. Yeah. Um, but it is good to have, like, like you were saying that your your kids have been on social media since the womb. Basically, it is so nice to have that catalog of memories, of family memories, for you and for your family to like look back on whenever you want to. Yeah, that's what I like about it. Like, and I don't post every single thing that they do on the internet. Like, I have thousands and thousands of photos and videos of my kids, but like, there's a select few of them on the internet. Exactly, <laughs> <for sure>. exactly. <laughs> yes, we still do tailor that kind of stuff, but it is still, it's still great because when you look back, like those are the the happiest, most perfect memories. Yeah, agreed. What's been the coolest thing about getting to be a YouTuber? I think so. Uh, let's see. The coolest thing. I, I never thought I would ever say this when I started this channel, but I think the coolest thing is the community. It's so, it, I mean, and it's obvious here at VidSummit, but everybody just wants to share and make connections. And um, you, if you were like an alien and you were dropped on this planet, you'd be like, that's <laughs> a thing? Like, people are getting further and further away from like social interaction in person with the internet, but we're still bringing it together. It's there's something so human about it that like, even though we have all this technology and we check our phones all the time, like that we still make it a point to come together and share stuff. Yeah. I like to believe that people like their default setting is good. Like not like mm -hmm. the douche, the douchey guy that speeds through the, the road or like the oblivious woman, at the grocery store or anything like that. I know things were getting really heated up in this episode, but I wanted to take a quick sec and make sure that you knew about the Women of YouTube community. This is a Facebook group focused on bringing us female creators together to help with any struggles that you might be having. You can ask questions and get answers from your fellow female creators and of course, lift each other up along the way of our YouTube journeys. We also are going to have weekly office hours, monthly trainings on various topics to help you as a creator at any level. We're going to also have Ask Me Anything, some of our favorite YouTube creators, live channel reviews with TubeBuddy, and so much more. I would love it if you joined us, so please head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women of YouTube. I will also include a link to this group in those show notes. Okay, let's get back to the episode. So you're, you've talked a little bit about this in the beginning about like um, appearances and things like that. What are some of the other sort of like struggles that you have found as a YouTuber, as a female creator um, with growing something on the internet? Like you're also a mom, you're a fur mom. Like, so like what have been some of the other sort of like, these are kind of like those days that test what you're doing. Like it's like I get one more troll or if I get one more bad thing that happens or like, why can't my tech just work? Or like, oh my gosh, this thing fell through or I'm not making money. Like what are, like walk, walk us through like the dark side of being a female creator. Oh, let's see. There's, I think there's two things. Like, there's, there's always going to be trolls. And I do get a lot of comments that are like, is this what bored housewives do? 
And I always think to myself, like, you guys don't understand. Like, this is work. This is my job. So maybe I'm not a bored housewife. Like, I'm still working when, I, when I'm on the camera. Um, but the other thing is, it is work. So I do uh, feel a lot of guilt, which I think the moment you become a mom, fur mom, a human mom, any kind of parent, there's just all this guilt that comes with it when you're just, when you choose to work rather than spend every waking second with your kid. And that's um, something that like I definitely struggle with. I, I think if you want to call it quote unquote the dark side, it's like I, I want to do, I want to succeed and I want to, you know, break like glass ceilings and whatever, but I also want to spend time with my kids and I want to like live life and I honestly think that's the hardest it's it's an internal like struggle that you have but um you know I think for me as long as I make a clear line and like this is the time I spend with my family and this is the time I spend on my YouTube channel and this is the time I spend on me um that can definitely be something that you can tackle do you run into issues um where you're like you feel underrepresented or unappreciated in like as being a female creator or like in your space like I know because you do talk about husky and stuff I feel like we can talk about an interview that we did earlier um, in our series with Jessica Hatch from Gone with the Snow Dogs where she was like I just feel like people don't take me seriously especially men because I just quote unquote like I just have a dog channel like do you I mean like I said we're here at this conference is like filled with these awesome creators like I wouldn't think that anyone would ever say that to you. I would, I would hope. And I would think that that person should probably get punched if they did. <laughs> but, like, do you run into that? Like, do you think you're not taking this seriously because of what you're doing or what you're creating or any of that kind of stuff? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I, I do. I agree with her. Like, I, I feel like people don't take me seriously. Even online. Even in the, even in the dog vertical. I will get a lot of comments that are like, this girl doesn't know what she's talking about. She just has two dogs. Like, And really, I'm not saying I'm the expert on Huskies. Um, I'm just saying, like, this is my life, and he, these are my experiences that I've had, and I'd like to share them with you. That's really it. And I think um, the way that I go about it is, like, let's learn together how to be better dog parents. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you I'm right. Um, but let's learn together. And maybe that's a part of the confidence thing, too, because I don't think I could just walk into a room and be like, I am the authority on Huskies, and you guys need to listen to me. So I, I think it's, it's two ways. Like, yes, it is hard to be a woman, to be a creator who just shares your life online, and to be taken seriously, especially when you're like, oh, yes, I take videos of my pets doing silly things. Um, but also, um, I, and it's something I have to work on, is just selling myself as, as a, and knowing my worth. So let's talk about, like, some technical stuff. Talk <laughs> to us about your creating process. Like, what are your favorite tools for creating videos? Like, what do you film with? How do you edit? Like, how do you promote and share your content? Um, so I film with a Nikon, actually. Um, I think it's a D5500. I have a pretty sweet setup with like a Rode microphone and it's very standard. I have like a really cheap tripod from Amazon. I basically was just like, let's throw whatever we can together to, to film. And I got that camera um, right before I had a baby because it, I wanted to like document his life and I never thought to myself, like I'm gonna turn it around 
and have it face me and hit the record button. I always thought I was going to be behind it, like snapping photos of the kids. So th that was interesting. Um, and then I, I have a go. I have a dog channel, obviously, and we like to go on adventures. So I have two GoPros that I, I use to just capture their faces. My favorite thing to do is just to get down on the dog's level because I think I can really capture like their personality that way. Um, in terms of editing, I use Sony Vegas yeah. Pro, and I am not an expert by any means. I'm just not trained. I just sat down one day and was like, I'm going to figure out how to do this. And, you know, like I think there's so much more that can be learned in that. Went to the school of YouTube, right? Yeah. Know how that works? Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so do you, what are, who are some of your favorite creators? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned uh, Jess Hatch. I, I love her channel. Obviously, it's a dog channel. Um, but I'm also interested in so many other things. Like, I love um, I love Rosanna Pancino. It's just really satisfying to watch people make food. <laughs> um, I feel the exact same way about the test kitchen, like the Bon Appetit test mm -hmm, kitchen. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. My husband and I, like, we're like, we could totally be chefs. Like, we could... We could easily just do all of this stuff. And then, like, I will not, I'm like, I'm going to toot my husband's horn. Like, he has successfully done it. Wow. But, like, not not all the time. <laughs> but that's the great thing about YouTube, <laughs> right? It, it, like, it's like anything can be possible. I yeah. Can be, you can be a chef. I can be a chef. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can be whatever you want on the Internet. Exactly. And, and it's kind of like you get to decide who you are, what you're about, and, like, what your message is. And, like. I think the thing that's so frustrating for me when it comes to, like, the internet is, like, don't watch it if you're not interested in it. Or if it isn't what you want, like, just move on. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay. Like, sometimes not everyone is your cup of tea. Like, like to speak, like, about YouTube creators. Like, there's a bazillion YouTube creators that are, like, super badass. And sometimes when, like, they're saying things, I'm like, no, stop it. And I just, I just leave. Like, I don't, like, take right. it upon myself to, like you suck you know exactly. or like say horrible mean things here like it's like no like, okay this isn't what i needed this is just like what i gotta do so it takes i so much more energy to like yeah, be and negative like, like that like, <laughs> and like as like a user like a watcher like it just puts me in like like you took i not only like thought something mean but i took the time to like do something mean like mm -hmm. that's just like a double like, like that like just like puts you down and, like puts you <laughs> in a negative place girl i don't have time for that yeah like <laughs> like live in positivity like before you troll mm -hmm. right I just wanted to take a quick minute and thank you for listening with a little something something from TubeBuddy. If you don't know, TubeBuddy is a free browser extension and mobile app for your YouTube account that helps you with finding the best keywords, create titles, A-B test your thumbnails, provides you with analytics, milestones, reporting, and so much more. If you have been inspired by the stories in today's podcast and you are ready to start creating, you don't want to do it without TubeBuddy. Get signed up with this free service at TubeBuddy.com forward slash women. So what do you think one of the most important things anyone should do when they're getting started with YouTube? To just start. Honestly, I don't know how many times you've gotten that answer. Probably uh, a lot. Like probably like 9 out of 10. I'm yeah. sure that everyone's like, that's not enough. <laughs> yeah, but it, it honestly doesn't care because you do like I'm all about learning by doing. You're not going to have the best sound in the beginning. You're not going to have the best picture. You're going to sit there and make your camera focus like 20 times. And you're going to do the thing that I used to do where I would like reach my hand out really far and be like, okay, focus, focus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I think just starting and growing that way is just the best thing to do. And you'll, you're going to learn. You'll learn.
Yeah, no. I, and like I, I'm 100% like I said like we were talking I've talked with so many cool people at this conference and like a lot of them are like I one girl is like she's got like over 11,000 subscribers and she's like I literally record everything with my phone and I'm like yeah like you don't need to like don't let like the only like any reason you have for not starting is literally your own head trash exactly like like exactly. just just stop it did you call it head trash I'm I gonna did. use that from now yeah, on yeah head trash it's your own head trash <laughs> So I'm I'm full of one-liners. So <laughs> I'll be uh, I need like a brick wall behind me most times. <laughs> so I'll be here all week, right? Exactly. At least all day. <laughs> what is one of the most overlooked details or mistakes that you think YouTubers make? Hmm. That's a good. Oh, that's a hard question. I it's it's hard because I think you you looped it as like all YouTubers, and I can't sit sit here and be like YouTubers make mistakes because I don't really know like. I know I make you mistakes. You see, make mistakes constantly. Yes. Like I mean, I, I, I'm in this like two years deep. Like I'm nowhere. I'm not like Peter McKinnon anyway, but <laughs> I mean, even Peter probably though watches his stuff. I'm like I could have done this yeah. better. I can only speak for myself. Um, Fine. How about, how about that? Let's rearrange it. What's a mistake you've made as a YouTube creator that we can learn from? It's, I think it's definitely overthinking things before I post them. I'm always like, oh, I wish that this could look a little better sound a little better I, I, I wish I said something differently I wish I said something like more witty but at the at the end of the day like rather than worrying about all that stuff I think for me I just want to be like you are enough and and post it right very good think there's still room for new creators absolutely absolutely there's I, I know there's like that whole thing of like oh I, I want to start now but I feel like it's I'm starting too late because you know there's just too many people in the pool at this point but there's a there's a niche for everybody just not huskies right no more husky videos <laughs> <laughs> that's okay I'll, I'd love to make more friends <laughs> I feel the same way I get it like and I don't think like as I'm a marketer and everyone's like oh marketers ruin everything so but I think there's uh, no one is the marketer that you are no one is the dog owner that you are mm -hmm. Just hit record, right? Exactly. Where can people find you on the YouTubes? Um, you can find me on my channel at Mueller Husky, M-E-E-L-E-R space Husky. You can see all of our facts and how-tos and fun things to do with your dogs. We also have a vlog channel called Mueller Husky Vlogs. I only post there sometimes when I feel like it. So it's my, like, I didn't make any commitments channel. But it's really not, it's really for me to have my memories. Okay, before we dive out of this, I would like to ask about this, like, non-commitment channel. Why did you make that decision? I did not know this existed. So, like, <laughs> that is why this is, like, bonus material. Like, how did this happen? Because we're here at Vid Summit, and everyone is, like, bowing down at, like, the throne of YouTube. And they're, like, be consistent. Have good thumbnails. Have, a, like, high search quality. And, like, you're, like, I'm just going to upload when I want to. Like, this is, like, <laughs> my fun non-commitment channel. And I think that, like, YouTube just went, <gasps> You know, yeah. like, let's, let's uh, put the insert GIF here. So, like, <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, for my main channel, I only had one channel before. Um, and I knew that my niche was dogs or husky owners. And I knew what kind of videos people liked. And one year I decided, I'm going to do Vlogmas, which is not at all like any of the videos I've done before. And I saw it in the numbers that people didn't really care that much. But I was like, I had so much fun making these videos and I love looking back on them and being like remember that time where we like picked out a Christmas tree with the dogs and that kind of stuff so I just needed somewhere to put it 
And I like that I have one channel that is structured and I, I upload every week, et cetera, and people know what to expect there. Um, but I like to have another thing that's really just me. And uh, I, never ch I never check it. I just upload whenever I want to. And I, I share that kind of stuff with my family. And if the rest of my subwoofers, which is what I call them, oh want to check so it out. <laughs> if they want to check it out, then they definitely can. But it's not any pressure for me. So if I don't, if I don't like sit down and edit a vlog every single week, I'm not going to be stressed about it. Nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with me, Camille. It was Super wonderful, guys. Go watch her uh, her channel and get your uh, fluffy fix. <laughs> of course. Thank you for having me. This is great. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. And if you really love this episode, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes to make the podcast gods and Phil over at TubeBuddy happy.